Welcome to the Holistic Psychiatry Podcast. I'm Courtney Snyder, a physician and holistic adult and child psychiatrist. In today's podcast, I'll be reading 10 ideas about creativity and the healing process. So this is from my recent newsletter titled The Art of Healing. Number one, many of us, as we became sick, put our creative selves aside. Recently, two book titles by Beth Pickens caught my attention. The first, Your Art Will Save Your Life, and the second, Make Your Art No Matter What. These reminded me of the importance of creativity in the healing process. To quote Willie Nelson, I think I need to keep being creative not to prove anything, but because it makes me happy to just do it. I think trying to be creative, keeping busy, has a lot to do with keeping you alive. Number two is a quote by Rick Rubin in The Creative Act, A Way of Being. What you make doesn't have to be witnessed, recorded, sold, or encased in glass for it to be a work of art. Through the ordinary state of being, you're already creators in the most profound way, creating our experience of reality and composing the world we perceive. Number three, creating merely requires a subtle shift of mindset. How we make our bed can be art. How we choose to express ourselves in an email. For example, thank you for the lovely invitation. I'm unable to participate, but hope you have a wonderful time. Courtney. Or, no, Courtney. Either way, this is art. Whether we feel our art is under-methylated and perhaps very ordered and organized, or we feel it's over-methylated, so expansive, or under-methylated with an artistically slow COMT or MAOA, these are all topics I've talked about in previous episodes. And if you're getting this in newsletter form, I have doodles that I have accompanying these statements so that you have a sense of at least what I think under-methylated art would look like, over-methylated art, or under-methylated with a slow COMT or MAOA. My point being is all of these are art. Number five, how we go about our healing journey, that's art too. When I was sick, art sustained me. I began by collecting scraps of paper that caught my eye. I had no intention and no experience with art. Soon, putting the pieces of paper together gave me a place to put my limbic system that otherwise had my thoughts landing on things to be afraid of, including my body, with its growing list of strange symptoms. As I got sicker from mold and electromagnetic hypersensitivity, I went into survival mode. I put the art aside. My limbic system had more important things for me to do, like spending hours online with stress-inducing research and high EMF. I was hunting for answers, not just going down rabbit holes, but digging endless interconnected tunnels. I was in search of that elusive endpoint, the one where I'm fixed, restored, completely, and of course forever. As my left brain created more stress and, yes, found some very helpful answers, my right brain knew, as Albert Einstein said, information is not knowledge. 
My right brain knew that I couldn't heal as long as my left brain was running the show. Einstein also said, The intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. How easily I had forgotten the gift. Eventually, I realized that to heal, I had to get in touch with that part of me that wasn't sick. Number six, art teaches us to trust the process. Roll with uncertainty. Know that the answers will present themselves when we're not looking so hard. I think this spiritual fortitude and the neuroplastic rewiring for it can be learned and practiced through the creative process, any creative process. Number seven, art resonates with us individually teaching us what we like and what we don't like. It can teach us to follow the energy. I like color and order, and my mom does as well. So if you're seeing this in newsletter form, I have part of a paper collage that I made, and then I have part of a quilt that my mother made. And you can see that we are both orderly and like color. Number eight. Whether we're doodling, humming, or creating a meal, art puts us in our body. If you find it impossible to sit quietly to meditate, consider making something with your hands. Number nine, not the least, the creative process teaches us to be present so we can listen to that quiet voice inside, the one so very eager to speak to us. Number ten, Art can move us beyond the latest functional medicine topics and gurus to inspiring artists, musicians, comedians, thinkers, and writers. One of my favorite writers at the moment, who's actually a writer who draws, is Austin Kleon, whose 10 Things inspired this recent newsletter. And so in the newsletter, I show an image of his book, which is titled Keep Going, 10 Ways to Stay Creative in Good Times and Bad. If you're listening to this on podcast and and interested in seeing those images, my newsletter can be found through my website at CourtneySnyderMD.com or on Substack under CourtneySnyderMD. If you'd like to receive the newsletter in your mailbox each week, please consider subscribing. Thank you for listening. I look forward to connecting with you in a future podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.